0: Hey, I'm having a lot of money on you, man. Well, uh, you, uh,
1: you getting ready to be a witness. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Jeff Knows Money. Yeah. This is the Talking Cash Podcast. Yeah. And that voice you are hearing is my engineer-slash-producer-slash-co-host.
0: Mojo Hill.
1: You damn right. Stop listening to the naysayers. Go ahead and open that business this week. This is financial literacy that gets you financially lit. First things first, you can follow us on social media at Talking Cash on Twitter or Talking Cash Podcast on Instagram. And you can follow me personally at Jeff Knows Money on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, wherever you're getting this podcast from, whether that's Apple Podcasts or the Google Play Store, subscribe to the show, leave us a review, rate us, leave us a five-star review. If you leave us anything less than a five-star review, then I hope your skin lightens up on you like it did Sammy Sulfum. Damn, he looked like Marlon Wayne's and white chicks. Last week, we absolutely trashed your ideas of starting a business. And I know you have been planning on taking that leap for a very long time. And I just came in and kicked that chair right from under you. And you probably think I'm just hating. Probably saying to yourself, I just didn't want to see you shining.
0: Damn, Jeff. You might have
1: just crushed somebody's dreams. Well, to those people, I say you're welcome. Because we were doing you a favor. This whole season is about helping you avoid hoboism. We are saving you from having awkward conversations every time somebody asks Hey, bro. What side of town you live on? The east side? The west side? Actually, bro, I stay on the outside. Yep. I'm not a hater. I just didn't want to paint this rosy picture about owning your own business. I wanted you to be clear about what you are signing up for. It's not easy. It is extremely risky. You will fail a lot, but damn, it's going to be worth it. Let's go, Mojo. I want y'all to understand something. I was hard on you last week, but I do want to be clear that owning your own business can be a very fulfilling venture if you can stand the pressure I like it because when you grind, it actually pays off for you and not somebody else. To me, that's real job security because I'm not going to lay myself off. I saw a quote earlier today, and I think it sums up business ownership. It says, sometimes life is about risking everything for a dream no one can see but you. I'm giving you the other side of business ownership this week. But we also want to help you get started. So this week we're going to tell you why this probably is a realistic option for some of you. Not all of you, but some of you. So if you've been thinking about starting a business, hey, this episode's for you. So why start a business right now? Personally, I think it's never been an easier time to start a business. You don't have to be a high-born, land-owning white male to start a business. Anybody can do it, especially because of the power of social media. If I don't get anything else through to y'all this week, I want you to understand social media almost eliminates the marketing budget for the majority of business owners. Instead of having to pay somebody to do an expensive TV commercial, you just use YouTube. YouTube is free TV. You can run your advertisements through YouTube, and it's a free commercial. Due to social media, you can have side hustles for all kinds of different businesses. For instance, doing hair and makeup. Thanks to social media, you can really make that a full-time business if you know how to market yourself.
0: Hey, even if you have a website, Jeff, you can even sell to people all over the globe. You don't just have to keep yourself localized where you are.
1: Exactly. And the thing about it is now due to the power of the Internet, look, getting your own website is cheap. Social media is free. You don't need a lot of retail space and overhead. You can start a fashion label and literally just ship from your house. You don't need retail space. A lot of the overhead has been cut out due to the fact that social media makes the world feel a lot smaller. And some of these hustles don't have to be super elaborate. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Again, I'm a sneakerhead. I can't tell you how many times I've seen people on social media make a business just from learning how to custom paint sneakers. All they need is paint and some brushes. They don't have to have a store. You can ship the shoes to them. They paint them, charge a couple hundred dollars. Now you have a unique one-of-one set pair of sneakers, and they ship it back to you, and they're making money doing that. It's people who restore sneakers. You ship it to them. They figure out how to resole them, recondition the leather, ship it back to you. $40 or $50 later, you have a new pair of shoes. And they can do that all day long due to the fact that they don't have to pay for a retail space and have that extra overhead. Now there's no reason for you to get bullied because you got the shoes of a homeless person. (laughs) Them ad Jesuses. Mm Mm-hmm. You got them damn Streetwalker Nines on. (laughs) The Skid Row 11s, <laughs> playoff editions.
0: But hey, you know, there's also apps out there like um, Airbnb, you can do Uber, you can do Lyft. There's a lot of ways to make some money out there and go be business for yourself.
1: Look, I tell you what, I'll be damned if I set on a job I hate it and I can just go out here and push Uber or Lyft all day long and make me some money. It's just, you got options now if you're willing to really plan it out and think outside of the box. Now, the other big reason I think now is a great time to start a business is because corporate America is shit right now, and I don't see it getting better anytime soon. You got no wage growth at all for the average everyday person. The benefits are trash. You know, a lot of people cut their retirement plans and cut the 401k matches in the Great Recession and even though we've recovered, they never added those benefits back. So you're getting cheated on that end. Also, another reason is, as far as the benefits are concerned, you don't have to stay on a job for health care. You can go get health care outside of your job. Now, of course, it's probably going to be expensive, but it is an option now that you can get your own health care. And I will just give you this advice. Use corporate America to sharpen your skills. I did spend my time in corporate America, but the time that I was there, it was all about me learning to develop a skill set so that I could own my own business. That was always the plan. The plan was never for me to retire after 25, 30 years on some job working for somebody else. That was just always my attitude. Every move I made was for me to be able to go independent and do my own thing. But I will tell you that that doesn't just happen overnight. You have to be very careful and you have to be very calculated to make that happen. A really big reason now is a great time to start a business. Black people are seeking out black businesses. That's right. Thanks to America showing us its true colors in 2016 by electing an openly racist president, a lot of black folks kind of got a wake-up call, and they decided that, you know what, if I'm going to spend money, I'm going to make sure I direct it to somebody who looks like me. Exactly. Put your own on. We're going to keep telling y'all until y'all get it. Put your own on. Our dollars have power. You just got to tell it where to go. And also, I know we got this myth out there that black people don't support black people. But use your common sense, folks. Who the hell else is supporting black businesses? The Asians? No. Nope. I mean, if you got a restaurant, you know, some white folks will tiptoe off in there. But no Asians coming to your restaurant. There's no Mexicans coming to your restaurant for the most part. It's us. We support us. That's just a myth that's put out there to make you feel some type of way about your own folks. You a damn lie. We got her. We support her. Lying off. You? Think about it, y'all. Go to a black barbershop. Who's in there? Us. Ain't no white folks coming in there to get a boosy fade. Boy, well, what you say. Yeah. Chad don't need a boosy fade. He don't need no drop fade either. Mm-mm. Oh, um, Owen is not trying to see what his waves look like on this do-rag. It's just us. <laughs> it's all us, though. Yeah. Beth Ann don't need them crochet braids. Shane <laughs> trees do, though. Exactly. It's just us supporting us. Think about your black clothing. For the most part, if it's really a black designer, we're the ones wearing it. We're all over it. Mm-hmm. How many white folks you saw rocking FUBU? Not for them. Never, ever will. I don't recall seeing any white kids running around with Fat Albert on their jeans. Hey, hey, hell no. All right. Another really good reason to start your own business. Again, we talked about how corporate America is kind of killing us on the pay and the benefits. So that brings me to my next point. Nobody will pay you more than you. Again, I will say this that when you have your own business, you have true job security and and the fact that you're not going to fire yourself. At least I hope you wouldn't. Good. Then you fire. Who me? Yeah, you. I'm fired. And wrote you fired too. You fire. Why are you gonna fire me for, Picky? Shut up! Yep, look, I pulled a couple of articles. Again, we'll link them to the podcast. But I was doing some research on millionaires and the numbers fluctuate. But every article I looked at, somewhere between 65 to 80% of millionaires own their own business. So basically, if you want to try and get very wealthy, that seems to be the most direct path. It is not without its risk and faults, but it definitely seems to be that. Unless you shooting like them two light-skinned niggas from Golden State or you dropping bars like J. Cole, your most direct path to getting some M's is to own your own business. Think about it, y'all. It's common sense. If I work for corporate America and I get paid a lot of money from that corporation, that's money that's being taken from somebody else. I'm cutting into the profit. So the person that actually receives those profits is who's really making the money. So if you own your own business, you are the one who keeps the profits. You the man? Yeah. That's how it works. Or the woman. Either one. Now that we went over why you should start your business, let's just give you some tips and some pointers. Keep your overhead Lizzo. We told y'all last week, and we're going to tell you again, you cannot jump out there and go and get the biggest space, the baddest space, the newest place on your first go-around. Because if you do that, you are headed to what? Hoboism. Train jumping. Living under bridges. Or bridges living under you. You're going to be walking around with an old food world buggy. Full of glass, Coke and Sprite bottles. You're gonna be can collecting. You will know off the top of your head all the scrap metal prices. <laughs> oh boy, that's copper right there. Shoot, you need to get that. Oh, Well, that 32 cent, uh, that 32 cent ounce right there. Shoot, boy, let me eyeball that. That looked like at least 2.7 pounds of copper. <laughs> but it's like four dollars, man. Give me that. Yep, that's gonna be you walking around here measuring copper in kilos. <laughs> Acting like you, Pablo.
0: Man, I got seven blocks over there, boy. I'm finna go pick them things up, boy. woo <laughs> hoo boy, we
1: gonna drink all day. Boy, I just hit a lick, boy. I got seven bowls of aluminum. <laughs> just all kind of illicit drug language to refer to simple petty theft. hoo <laughs> The thing that I always tell my business owners, especially the new ones, is let the cash flow dictate what you're going to do with your business. You can always increase the space. You can always increase your staff once you have enough business to pay for that. Remember last week we told you that you're going to overestimate the amount of support you're going to get. So to protect yourself from that, just start out small. Once the people do show up and the business starts thriving, that's when you want to start to increase on your overhead. The other thing, you better be prepared to do a lot of stuff yourself. It's only you out here. It's all you, dawg. You got it. Hey, sometimes you just got to be a jack of all trades. You got to be the janitor, the accountant. The mortician. The CEO. The bandana folder. You got to be sweeping the parking
0: lot. You got to be the car parker, valet, slash, dough kicker.
1: All of that. Because, again, you don't want to pay people to do all of those jobs because you don't necessarily want to obligate yourself to that kind of overhead. So, I mean, hell, take me for example. This isn't what I do for a living, but it's something I've been planning on doing just to get information out there to the screeks. Skreeks! I had to figure out basically what equipment to buy. help. With the help of our producer slash engineer slash co-host. Mojo Hill. You damn right. Then we had to figure out how to shoot videos and commercials for this. Had to figure out how to manipulate the social media. We had to learn a whole lot of stuff, and that was before we even recorded our first episode. True. But it was either do that or pay somebody to do it. Hell no. And seeing as how we are sponsored by... No damn body. Yep. And they don't pay well. We had to figure out how to do it ourselves. I will tell you this. If you know how to use the Google and YouTube, you can pretty much figure out anything. Use your smartphone with your dumb ass. We've been trying to tell y'all. Y'all over here using smartphones to do dumb s***. But I went on YouTube, figured out what kind of equipment we needed, figured out how to shoot, how to record, Figured out even how to set up the podcast from a technical standpoint. And also, it does help when I got the Cordell Stewart of mixing and engineering sitting here as my co-host. Slash, I'm all through that. Boy, what you need him to run a route, throw it, here I go. it, block. Put me in coat. I'm with, ready. I'm with it. Tackle me a nigga, too.
0: I might take that nigga head off. <laughs> get kicked, <get>, nigga. <laughs> get kicked, nigga.
1: One other tip. And this is a big one, because a lot of y'all got your little fancy college degrees, and you think you're a learned person. You big weird
0: page turning, book reading, high brow, wide nose,
1: soup cooler lip ass nigga, you. <laughs> hey, the reality of it is, when you open a business, your customers don't give a damn about where you went to school. They do not care what kind of degrees you have. And the thing that I'm going to warn you against, don't price yourself out of the market because you think your degree matters. They don't care. If you are opening a business in a competitive industry, you are playing from behind, but you do have one advantage. What's that, Joe? Because you just now starting out. Uh Uh-huh. Boy, you can be just cut them off at the knees, just... I'm talking about low price, low ball, everybody until you can get your name out there. Get your name out there. Get your clientele up. You got to compete on price. I used to record people for free. There you go. And look, if you hear stories of successful business owners, a lot of them are going to start off telling you that when they first started, they were doing stuff for free just to get their name out there. And now I charge uh, $8,100, $1,100 and 2 I I charge a lot. To give you an idea of where you should be priced when you have to make a name for yourself, whatever price an illegal Mexican would charge for the service, you need to be half of that.
0: So you talking about a midget price?
1: Yeah, like uh, well, I guess you would say a midget Mexican, that would make you Venezuelan, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Or Guatemala, maybe. It might be from the Panama Suez Canal somewhere down there. We're
1: going to put off the air for that one?
0: Yep. I'm sorry.
1: All I'm saying is, is that price is a problem in the absence of value. So the only time somebody's going to argue with you about the price is when they don't see the value. When you're new to a business, you don't have a real value proposition because you don't have a track record. So the main way you have to compete is low prices. And I mean low. I'm talking about ant nuts dragging the ground low. I'm talking
0: about worm nipples low.
1: Now that's low. That's real low. Pregnant worm nipples. (laughs) The last thing I'm going to go over is what I like to call the LeBron James Principle of Business. You have not heard this in a business book because I literally just made it up. But what I'm using LeBron James as an example for it is to tell you that you have to have the right people around you. So when you start that business and you get to hiring people, don't just hire your family member because your sorry ass cousin needs a job. You need to hire people that can help you people that actually will be good at something that maybe you're weak in. It doesn't do you any good to be LeBron James and go out there against the Golden State Warriors in game one and have the craziest game one I've ever seen in the finals to be Thanos on the court, to be absolutely unstoppable just for an old J.R. Smith-ass nigga to come and f it up for you in the last couple of seconds. See, that's when you don't have the right people around you. That's the type of risk and that's the type of things that you open yourself up to. No matter how good you may be, hiring one wrong person can completely take you out. Brick by brick. And J.R. Smith did that. Brick by brick. By brick. brick. And for my people who are starting businesses and very cash-intensive businesses, your barbers, my stylists, y'all be careful to keep that tax man off of you. Boy, he jumped on my head one time. The lumps ain't went
0: down yet, boy. You ever heard of a may not, Joe? Man, what the hell is a may not?
1: That d- may go down, or it may not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a may not. You come April, you're gonna be you're gonna be swole up looking like Martin after he fought Tommy <laughs> Hitman Hearns.
0: <laughs> they are not gonna play with you, trust me. I know.
1: Yep. They will send out the onside kick team.
0: Hands team, baby. Oh and, yeah. And feet. You ever got stomped
1: out? I ain't never been stomped out.
0: You ever seen somebody get stomped out? I have seen some folks get stomped out. You ever stubbed your toe? Yep. You ever stubbed your toe on your shoe? Yep. Now do that times a hundred
1: <laughs> <laughs> That would be what I like to refer to As a nigga footing Daddy. <laughs> Look y'all We hope you listened Cause we definitely want to encourage you To start that new business Go ahead and take the leap Because a lot of the things That used to be barriers 20 years ago Are no longer there I would even go so far as to say that if you won't start a business in this day and age, you probably never will. I don't even think you necessarily need to be the absolute best at your craft, but you do have to be the best marketer. And social media has made that a lot easier than it used to be. Hopefully you guys take my advice and you join the ranks of the self-employed. Yeah. And good luck to you if you choose to do that. And join us next week. Next week, this is the only financial podcast where you were here, both of the co-hosts, to break down the benefits of do-rags.
0: That Daddy, Get them waves going, baby. We out of here.